What is up, everybody? It's that time again for another episode of my amazing podcast. Now, I know it's been a while, so... Uh, yeah, that's my bad, for one. Um, I've been uh, I've been lazy, okay? Uh, I should really get back in the groove of doing this, especially since it... Uh, it helps me stay awake on my on my ride home, um, but I mean, that's not the main reason. Of course, the main reason is, is uh, you guys, and totally not that it, it helps me stay awake and the money and all that stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyway, seriously though, uh, yeah, it's been a while. I think my last episode was like at the end of August. It is now October first, so uh, yeah, it's been like a whole month since I've recorded one of these. Uh, so, I've got kind of a, a, a lot to talk about, but, you know, I don't have my whole ride ahead of me, so I'm going to keep it somewhat short and sweet. Uh, yeah, so, as far as my personal life goes, it's alright. I mean, I ain't got nothing to complain about. You know, I work 12 hours a day, but no more than four days a week. Um, so, it it's uh, pretty nice. Once I get those four to three days off, um, I'm just coming off of a four-day work week, so I'm about to have a three-day weekend, and then uh, next week it'll be vice versa, so it'll be sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, I had a birthday on uh, September 9th was my birthday, so uh, I turned 19. Uh feels good I guess um as y'all know my uh my girlfriend uh my ex-girlfriend broke up with me when I was at the academy I talked a little bit about that but uh yeah your boy uh your boy is on tinder and he's uh (laughs) Jesus he's uh he's working his way through tinder so uh let's see what he has going for him through there um, I've actually been talking to this girl. We've went on uh, two dates so far, and uh, it, we're we're kind of hitting it off pretty nicely. So let's see let's let's see where this goes from here. Um, <laughs> pretty exciting stuff, actually. Um, you know, it's uh, October. It's officially spooky season now. You know, some people say it's spooky season when it hits September, but I'm like, nah, it's still still too summery for me. Um, of course, here in Arizona, it's like always hot 100% of the year, so it doesn't really matter. But um, like it's October and we're still like going to be hitting some unusual highs at like 104 and stuff. It's stupid. But yeah, it'll cool down. The nights are getting longer. The days are getting shorter, that kind of stuff. So uh, it's officially spooky season and uh, we've got some plans, me and this um, girl. We're going to carve pumpkins and uh, I'm going to go over to a house to do that actually. So that should be uh, interesting, to say the least. And then uh, we're going to go to a um, haunted house on a Halloween night. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to do some more fun stuff there as well. So it's going to be a great, great month. I'm uh, really, really bent on it being a great month. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I got going for me personally, my personal life. Uh, work is, uh, well, yeah, let me just talk about work for, for a fat minute right now, um, 
So, just to kind of get you guys caught up, I am off of uh, on-job training. I've been off of it for about a couple weeks now. Um, as you know, it is four weeks of on-the-job training, uh, two weeks on day shift, two weeks on graveyard shift. So I've done it both, and because I'm new, I'm a new uh, officer, um, you start out on graveyard shift pretty much all the time. I'll start you out on graveyard shift. So you get to know the job, you get to learn it, and uh, you know all the inmates. Anyway, I'll walk through. Um, but yeah, first two weeks of OJT, I was helping out in the yard, so you know, uh, feeding the inmates, um, turning them out for uh, rec, recreational uh, activities, um, and uh, doing security walks with inmates, making sure they're not uh, up to no good. You feel me? And uh, everybody's alive, basically. And uh, doing count, you know, 11 o'clock count, making sure they're all in their cells, living, breathing, alive. And uh, yeah, basically it. Um, and then uh, I did two weeks of graveyard, which. Um, I got to be in the control room a lot. I got to be floor officer a lot. <clears throat> and yeah. So now I've been off of OJT for two weeks doing graveyard. And uh, let me tell you, for somebody that has lived like a normal person his whole life, meaning uh, sleep at night and does his uh, daily activities during the day, yeah. It sucks to uh, transition into uh, being a night owl, basically. And working from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. and sleeping during the day when my when my mom and dad and everybody else is awake, it, it kind of sucks. But you can get used to it. I don't think I have quite yet. Um, and then on on uh, the my last day of the week, I don't even go to sleep when I go home. I just go home and I stay up until tonight, and then I'll go to sleep tonight. And it'll kind of get get re-get me on the schedule of uh, sleeping at night, at least for the weekend. And then I have to readjust at the beginning of my work week. And uh, it, it isn't easy, let me tell you. It's definitely not easy. I find myself tired most, uh, most days on my way home, and it sucks. But graveyard shift is like friggin' cake. All right, it's so easy. So what happens is you, is you show up, right? And then you, you get a post. It could be a control room or a floor officer. So, you know, I don't have to over-explain this. If you're in the control room, obviously you're in there, you're in control of the pods, and you're, you're responsible for opening doors. Um... pretty much it uh you make sure you know all the inmates have a reason for being out of their cell and uh a maximum i think is like six but most co's only want maximum of four inmates out 
one uh, porter doing laundry, one porter doing uh, pod porter, meaning he cleans the pod, and then uh, two two phone calls. Um, so, because you know inmates have rights, I guess, so they can use the phone or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, by the time graveyard shift gets there, most of the inmates have already showered and stuff, so that's not a big problem. Just phone calls, and I mean, that's really it until 8.30, which there's a formal count at 8.30, so everybody has to lock down. After that, it's just the pot of the uh, laundry porters. They're the only ones out. Everyone else is showered and locked down for the night. They're the only ones out doing laundry. And then once they finish laundry, then they take it in for the entire night. Even after, even until you get relieved at six in the morning, there's still no inmates out. So you're sitting in this control room in the dark, practically, for a good ten hours of your shift or so, or at least nine and a half or something like that. But yeah, so you you be catching me taking uh, little naps here and there, I guess, if you will power naps but um, we do a security walk um, every hour you have a formal count at 8.30 and then we'll do a security walk at 9 o'clock and then uh, 10 o'clock and then you have another formal count at 11 o'clock and then you have informal counts at 1, 2 um, at midnight 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock and then another formal count at 4 o'clock. And then a security walk at 5 o'clock. And then another one, kind of to wrap things up, around 5.30, 5.40. And then you get relieved. And you call it a night. I mean, it really is cake. Depending on what building you're in, though, you might have kitchen workers that go to work early because they make and prepare the food that's going to be served that day. And, you know, a lot of inmates, you got to make a lot of food. So, yeah, the kitchen workers, they get up early to go to work to make all this food. But once then again, your job is still, like, not hard. You just get a call, pop the doors that they tell you to pop, whoever needs to go out. And the inmates already know, so they're already, like, getting ready and stuff. And then you get the call to pop to let them, that, let them go, and then you let them go. And they go on their own. It's so easy. And then you sit back and relax in the dark update your journal every like 30 minutes to an hour whenever security walk happens and that's it so it's really easy um i've been the floor a few times so i had to you know there's a few times i actually had to do these walks and i enjoy them uh i like it more than being in the control room because you get to exercise and stretch your legs and uh it's really great been talking for so long I almost missed my uh, exit on the, the freeway right here but uh, I mean yeah it's a really great time okay I still might miss my exit hold on freaking jerk wasn't letting me over okay uh, yeah anyways um <laughs> Yeah, so, that was, I mean, I didn't expect me to be the floor, uh, since I'm so new, I thought I'd be control room, they'd spam me on the friggin' control rooms, which I don't mind it either, either way, the job isn't that hard, but, 
I did expect control room day in and day out, but you know, I got some floor, some control officers officering, so I got, you know, a good uh, mix up of both. Um, yesterday, though, yesterday there was a, actually a pretty cool, interesting uh, change of pace for me, I guess. So um, basically, our, our um, CDU unit, which is our detention unit for. It's, um, so, okay, so our yard is a level four yard, meaning it is a close custody yard, but it has a detention unit within the yard and it's their own little separate building kind of walled off from the rest of the unit. Um, and in there you treat it like a max custody level, um, facility. So you wear the, the stab proof vests and they're all locked down for most of the day and if they come out for any reason meaning showers or phone calls then they are strip searched meaning you know they get naked in front of you and you have to check under and in between every crevice you know what i mean uh to make sure they're not smuggling any anything out of the cell with them and then uh yeah you give them your clothes back they get dressed you put them in handcuffs and then you take them, physically take them, or you let them walk, rather, to the shower or whatever they are uh, doing. And, uh, yeah, so it's like a level 5 facility inside our level 4 yard. And these these are the inmates that either um, act up, so they just keep misbehaving like bad children they are. And they get punished by getting put in quote unquote the hole, kind of like solitary confinement, except that's not that's not what it is. Um, <clears throat> or they refuse to house, meaning meaning uh, like because we do this integrate integrated housing, meaning we uh, don't separate races, but we put all the races in together to kind of uh eliminate the whole gang affiliation stuff but some inmates don't like that so they refuse to house so boom they get put in cdu they're locked down for 23 hours a day because they don't want to live with someone other than their race it makes them dangerous pretty much um you then you have the protective custody meaning if an inmate is afraid is in fear of his life us as officers we can't ignore that so um we have to move him somewhere. Um, it's up. It's kind of up to the inmate at that point. If he's just afraid of somebody of like his celly, then uh, we can move him to another building where he won't see that guy ever again, really. Um, but if he's afraid for his life so much that he wants off the yard, then yeah, we move him to CDU and he's locked down 23 hours a day. But it grants him safety, and uh, he's not scared or whatever. So those are the kind of different scenarios of why you would be locked down in CDU unit. But my point of all this is yesterday, um, CDU unit, our CDU unit is uh, temporarily closing for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but that means that last night we had a lot of work to do and I was sent over there to assist and I actually had a lot of fun because, uh, it was a good learning experience for me, um, strip searching inmates and, uh, handcuffing inmates. And, uh, it kind of showed me what transports were like 
because we transported them to another uh, unit to yeah to another unit within the complex. Pretty interesting. It showed me kind of what it's like, but I didn't actually go in the van with them. I stayed on my unit to help out, but yeah, we had to transport like 13 inmates, and we had to inventory 108 boxes at least. So it kind of sucked, but at the same time, I had fun. You know, I mean, 12 hours a day, 12 hours a night, I should say, you're there, and it was made. It did go by a lot faster because there was so much to do. You know, so two vans, two inmates per van. So it took several trips, and so it kind of took a while, but yeah, cuffing them up. We got uh, like six dudes from, six officers from another unit to help us out with that, so it was a good time. Uh, we, were, we were joking and laughing and uh, kind of messing around, to be honest. But yeah, and then came the boring part when all the inmates were uh, relocated to SMU unit, then came the boring part where we had to uh, inventory all their crap. So you go in their cell, and you just go through all of their stuff and it is tedious and annoying and I hate it but it had to be done go through all their stuff and you inventory you have a sheet of paper and you write down the quantity of what you're inventorying what you are actually inventorying and then uh, it's condition it's condition it's in which is always used because inmates are always using crap nothing is in pristine condition in prison it just isn't uh, and then and then you box it up and then you tape the box shut and then boom it's ready to be uh, transported to the inmate in uh, the following morning but it sucks because inmates freaking hoard crap and they're disgusting and so you're going through all this stuff and a lot of it is uh, contraband like uh, what's it called there's, there's uh, two different contrabands there's hazardous contraband which uh, is the bad stuff, like freaking uh, shanks and cell phones, which unfortunately I didn't find any of. That would have been fun to find. Uh, I did find like a little pencil that was extremely sharpened with a string around it, and one of the other officers said that might have been uh, like tattoo uh, contraband. But, you know, that's all I found on that, so. Uh, and then there's uh, whatever else contraband. It's like hazardous and uh i'm drawing i'm completely drawing a blank on what this crap is oh my god it'll come back to me but it's basically just trash like okay the inmate doesn't need this anymore he's keeping it for who knows what so it's obviously trash like the one guy i was doing an inventory on he just had lotion bottles full of just water including a peanut butter jar of just water and there was like at least a dozen of these i was like what the Let's throw all this crap away. And then he had so much loose paperwork. It was annoying as balls. So you just throw it all in a box, tape it up, and you say one box of loose paperwork. Send it off to the inmate. Let him deal with that crap. Ain't no way we're sifting through all of his garbage. Stupid. But yeah, so that took up literally our entire night last night. But I had fun. Got some experience with all that. The transporting, how it works, and handcuffing inmates, strip searching inmates. So... It was a good time. And then tonight, I was in the control room uh, with a, a floor officer. We're actually, our understaffed um, problem is getting not as bad, actually. It's getting better. Um, I mean, our staffing, we're getting a lot of staff now. And so, uh, we actually had a four-man building, meaning we had one floor and one control room officer for each pod, which is nice. 
because the floor officer doesn't have to do so many walks. Um, so yeah, it's great. Limits the amount of work you have to do, I guess. But uh, yeah, so. And this guy's gonna just walk right in the middle of the freaking road and take forever. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay, that was awkward. <laughs> Sorry. I don't uh, have a whole lot to say anymore. I mean, that was it. That was the. I could go on and on about details here and there, but uh, that was a shortened version of uh, what I've been up to. Uh, so far, so good on the job. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, some inmates are jerks and ha- have given me a hard time, but it, it is what it is. You know, it's part of the part of the game. Um, I'm still, I've still yet to find contraband, like anything dangerous. I still haven't activated ICS. I still haven't uh, even written an inmate up. Um, but, you know, all that stuff will happen in due time, I'm sure. And when it does, I'll let you guys know. But uh, that's all I have time for today. Thanks for listening in, everybody. And I will talk to you all next time. Peace out.